Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. Hello, I'm Andrew Jupin. Eric Siska. Steven Sadak. And Mark Sadak. And we hate movies. everyone, welcome to We Hate Movies on the Sideshow Network. Thank you for tuning in as always. This week the summer blockbuster extravaganza rolls on as we have a very celebratory brotherly episode going on today. Our special guest is Mark Sadak from the Vinnie Brusco Show and also from Steve's family. Yes. <laughs> How about that? How you doing, buddy? Yeah, both of those are going pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> I've been invited back uh, to, both, to, to, to both, both those things. shows. Oh, that's yes. fantastic On multiple news. occasions and... Uh, it's been going very well. Yeah. You do, should we have a buzzer so we can know which one of us is actually talking at one point? It doesn't matter, we, dude. We've got to sound identical. Nobody knows who anybody sounds like on the <laughs> yeah. show. It's been five years. They can't figure it out. People have been thinking, I'm Andrew. <laughs> You're well, not. In this episode, not. we have to play brothers, though. Oh. You're the John C. Riley to my Will Ferrell. That makes total sense. <laughs> and I'm the Daniel Baldwin to Mark's Alec Baldwin. Oh, that's so gen- <laughs> I, I really thought I was, I was a latter uh, Stallone. <laughs> I really thought I was like Frank, Frank Stallone? Or, yeah, or Frank to- Tori. But I love that Steve was realistic and gave himself the D-list, Baldwin. Yeah, absolutely. That's how that went. You went right from A to D. (laughs) You jumped over Billy and Steven. (laughs) I think he's an accountant now, Daniel Baldwin. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, really? Is he crunching the numbers for Donald Trump? I can't imagine he's still acting at this point. No, he can't be. Did he get fired from that show where people get fired? Oh, I think he did. I think everybody... Yeah, I I can't imagine Daniel Baldwin won anything. (laughs) So he, he's 100 for 100 yeah. is in the L column. Uh, so real quick at the top of the program, Mark, uh, plug your program. My program, uh, my program, my podcast is called The Vinnie Brusco Show, obviously. <laughs> and he's been on the show before. He was on an episode we did on Spawn. And wow. Yeah, I, I, I actually texted Vin today and he sounded all the jealous. <laughs> was like, he was happy, very happy for me. But I got called up to the big show, <laughs> so here I am. I'm in a suit, obviously, as you all are. Thank you for showing respect. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah totally. not, not enough people coming here with the respect. <laughs> this is a well-dressed podcast. You know, it's a lot like being a college basketball coach. You got to look <laughs> yes. the part. Uh, so, what do you guys talk about on the VB show? Oh goodness, uh, whatever, whatever, uh, whatever tickles our fancy. Uh, floats your boat as they day, say. Day to day, you know, we try to keep it current, um, and that works when we do the show. Uh, you know, consecutively and, and currently, <laughs> you know, you might turn it on today and listen to a nice Christmas episode. <laughs> it'll be good, though. We only put on nothing but the best. It'll still be funny. Yeah, it'll be good. You'll have a those, good time. Those jokes will just be ripe. And yeah, it, it's typically just uh, it's it's a, a jump off board of some news story that then just 
deteriorates into fart jokes. Yep. <laughs> that's, that's sooner than goes. later. Well, sometimes this, this is a movie podcast that degenerates into p- fart jokes. So we're all, <laughs> we're all I can't wait. Time. You'll be right at home. I got my whoopee cushion. So, <laughs> and you can find that on iTunes. I imagine. I, I hope so. Yeah, you can actually. You can that's where on, I get that's, it. So, yeah. uh, that's one place to start is yes. iTunes. When, uh, when do those new episodes come out? Uh, we got a couple out. We got the last two were, were excellent. Um, they're out there now and we got another new one. Should be going up in just a couple days. There you go, gang. So check out the Vinny Brusco Show on iTunes. Now, the business at hand is 1996's Dragonheart, directed by show favorite Rob Cohen. This is the fourth fucking Rob Cohen movie, the second in like two months. Yeah. Uh, I. It was a total accident, actually, because we didn't really know. Like, Eric suggested mm-hmm. this one, like, let's do Dragonheart. We're like, all right. Only after that, and after we had selected Stealth, knowing that it was a Rob Cohen episode, we were like, oh, no, this was also directed by Rob Cohen? And then if you look at his filmography, literally every movie he's ever directed is an episode. It's It's like falling off a a fucking tree and hitting every branch. (laughs) (laughs) The closest, like, his filmography comes to not being an episode is that first Fast and Furious movie. Oh, did he do that? Is that his best it's got to be. It's definitely his best movie. Okay. I'm looking at you, it's, Triple That's telling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what were you saying? Oh, I said, is it really? I, I kind of can't remember every single one. He didn't have anything else in there? I mean, there's a lot of stuff, but like, you know, Boy Next Door is certainly not his best movie. That's the one he had out this year. Oh. Goodness. Everybody remembers or, that. Didn't he do a uh, mummy picture? Yeah, Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. That's the third one of those. I didn't Oof. see it. That was, <laughs> the third that one of anything. Like, yeah. Well, I guess Rob Cohen from Stealth and this, the comparison is he's a fan of flying things that shouldn't talk but do. (laughs) (laughs) As in Fast and the Furious. I was going to say, things that talk but shouldn't, Vin Diesel. (laughs) So this movie is Dennis Quaid is rapping with a dragon voiced by Sir Sean Connery. Is he a knight? He yeah, was after this movie came out. <laughs> the queen was like, that's what got you the gig. <laughs> I think he's a knight. I want to make that dragon a knight. <laughs> <laughs> they bring him in and he's just an old man. And it's just he like, knew the Who is co- this? <laughs> he just knew the code so well. That they had, had, uh, to. had anyone seen this before watching it for the show? Oh, I think I saw this in the theater. Oh, really? Ooh, Little 1996 so. Eric Siska went out and saw this um, movie? <laughs> big, big sword and sandals fan. <laughs> it, on the silver screen and outside of it, too. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah, I ro- in, in real life? Oh, I rocked them Birkenstocks. <laughs> with your sword that you walk around New York with? Uh-huh. <laughs> Didn't we rent this, I feel like? I think I think we, this is a blockbuster. Uh, yeah. Deep treasure. Yeah, I think we. I, think, I I vaguely remember this. Yeah, you don't you don't remember much about it. I, I don't remember really particularly enjoying it at the time. <laughs> I remember when it came out and being like, "Nope." Oh really? I thought. Oh, yeah. I, I I was I was sixteen. I was like, "Yeah, that's gonna be fucking awesome." <laughs> so. Sean Connery is a dragon. Everybody wanted that. Yeah, I guess we thought we did. I mean, he, here's the thing: is he's kind of a wise cracking dragon, mm. not. As much as like um, when uh, who was it? Uh, was it D.L. Hughley that did the voice of that car in the Inspector Gadget movie? Yes, <laughs> and that was like a jive talking car. Like he's not a jive talking dragon, but he's kind of talking shit and slang just a little bit enough that it's like 
well, that's not how a dragon would talk. Yeah, just enough to break continuity of the time. Yeah, it's as, definitely as like an anachronistic like. vocabulary that yeah. this dragon has. That's a good place to start because I can't believe that, like, okay, you set up this mythical fantasy land where there's dragons and stuff. Yes. And then you smack on on, on a superimposed 19... <laughs> Not 19, holy shit. 1968, this movie took place. This is dragons fighting in the civil rights movement. Ever since Kennedy was killed, the dragons had to work extra hard. And then they got Bobby, too, and it was said. Oh, not Bobby. His brother was going to get us voting rights. (laughs) So it takes place in 984 AD. 984, yeah. But why, why tell me that? Why bother? Exactly right. That is a bullshit, like, nothing year that I do not need. I just need, like, the Middle Ages. Yep. Or, or what? Or how about nothing? Because I've seen this screen and I can tell it takes place <laughs> in the Middle Ages. Yeah. Also, I can't believe it took place on Earth. <laughs> That's another uh, thing. That, that took me out of it. I was like, wait, so this is, they're where? In Scotland right now? <laughs> this. See? That's why Game of Thrones kind of works, because it's in uh, another planet. Yes. Right. Is it another planet? Yeah. Oh. So you're to dispel belief that dragons did at one time exist. Yes. This is a historical piece, basically. <laughs> yes, you're stretching exactly. it just a little bit. But to your point, it's not Game of Thrones, because it's only dragons. There's no fucking witches or, you know, people that have different faces. Or Where's anything? the sorcerer? Yes. Give me one goddamn sorcerer in this movie. There's no magic whatsoever. Well, there's a little bit of dragon magic. Yeah, yeah only is... in dragons, right. This yeah, dragon a... heart transplant that's at the beginning of this movie. I Oof. can't believe that. We'll just mention it now because sure. that dragon shoots a laser beam into this kid. <laughs> what the fuck was that? So there's this like scrawny little kid who's like in line to the throne of wherever this is. <laughs> I guess it's England, right? Because they keep talking about King Arthur. I think... But King Arthur is, is a fictional character as well, so I didn't understand that. As well. I was like, wait, so uh, now wait. Uh, so this is Earth, but this King is, Arthur also exists. Okay, yes. I got it. It's in the same universe as Arthurian legend. All right, what we're, which again, good. case in point, give me a wizard. Mm-hmm. If you're telling me King Arthur's there, where the fuck is Merlin? Yes, and back to JFK, Camelot. <laughs> so <laughs> we're right back. He sure did Camelot. <laughs> <laughs> I think but, that's a George Carlin joke. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> but Ro- Grave Robin. <laughs> joke jacking. Joke jacked. I don't yeah, it's it, it's all of the fun of fan it should be it should be all of the fun of fantasy, but it's like incredibly serious and grounded except for dragons. Oh, it's like kind of a hardcore fighting Middle Ages movie. I mean, people are getting killed in this movie. There's not gore, but there's a lot of, like, you know that that sword is running through that person. Or, like, there's a part where this chick just throws an axe into this guy's chest and you see it. And you're like, all right, that's cool. But then this, like, cartoon N64 (laughs) dragon comes out, like, now I'm going to huff and puff. (laughs) Despite all that, the music for 90% of this film is oddly whimsical and light. Like, yeah. It's like, ah, you know, but wasn't that guy just murdered in a battle? And But we're still just having a great time with this dragon. He's a good time. The There's main, no doubt about it. The main <laughs> score actually was like, is used in everything. I it's, was going to say, I, I, 
I'd heard it from somewhere. It's in a lot of trailers, and it's used at the Academy Awards. That like, oh yeah, you're right. It is the Academy Awards, and I really enjoyed actually that part of it. I was like, wow, this is a really good song, despite everything. I was like, this is really evoking some kind of an emotion. Yeah. All right. Aside from hatred, here's the thing. Out of me. I said it like on Twitter, so I'm going to admit it on the air, so everybody knows. I fucking cried at the end of this movie. <laughs> oh, I, what? Wow. I teared up at the end of this movie, and it's because of that song. That song is so powerful, is and powerful. then his fucking hilarious dragon spirit is going up to I dragon can't heaven. Believe you. And I just, I fucking teared up a little bit. I was, I was like, this music's working. It's that song. It's certainly not the voice acting of Sean Connery. <laughs> but is it sort of like the idea that dragons are dogs? Is it like, oh, that guy. Had to put his dog down oh yeah, yeah. it was a bit of that yeah. it's like dennis quaid is probably wondering like well when i die am i gonna see draco the dragon again like, nope because when parents have to lie to their kids and be like you'll see snuffy in heaven again <laughs> you know the catholics like to bring their dogs into oh into, dude for is it saint francis day when they fucking bless them and they're like don't worry you'll see him in dog heaven oh dude like, grown no, up you're not grown up dude you'd have that day where like it was after the um like after the mass and all these old Italian women would bring in their like little near-death dogs and get them <laughs> blessed just so they go up to puppy heaven. I actually did that with my favorite pair of pants just because I want them up there. Yeah. <laughs> well, you paid a lot of money for them. They're yeah, comfortable. And they're also soulless. <laughs> <laughs> soulless like a dog. Yeah. So like, almost like a pair of pants. So this movie kind of opens on an awesome scene. It's a, it's, there's a rebellion going on. There's yes. The, the king of the lands. Which is, yeah, it's not even like the king of a country. It's no. just the land right yeah so he's like like they're riding in and just massacring villagers for reasons unknown yeah this king's a real jerk and he's he's getting into the fray he's got a giant crown helmet on (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's custom made that cost the villagers some tax dollars because yeah uh dennis quaid is training the prince in the ways of not just like how to fight with swords but like the ways of the old code which we say over and over again training him or playing with him because there's this kind of a lot of grab ass going on during that training i think he's just a babysitter yeah Yeah. he's a glorified babysitter it's like it's like the knights are sort of like irrelevant at this point in time like because he's sort of like much as sean connery is the last dragon it kind of feels like Dennis Quaid is the last knight in right, this movie. Right, because we're like entering the Dark Ages. Right. It's like, we don't need you anymore, knight. Why don't you babysit this <laughs> string bean kid of mine? It, it was odd that a, that uh, this slaughter was going on and definitely not prudent in the fact that there aren't a lot of villagers in this movie. <laughs> no. like, this movie needed a lot more extras. Yeah, beef up that extra budget. Yeah, I did some bad. I, I count this kingdom to be around probably about two to 250 people. <laughs> Tops. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and the population's going down fast. <laughs> yeah. so they're getting killed by their king, dragons that are running amok. But these villagers corner this king, man. <laughs> oh, boy, and it's like Night of the Living Dead. Yeah, they, <laughs> yes, they pull him right off his horse and they fucking Gaddafi him. <laughs> well, they're literally, he's literally burning their village down. He's like, fuck you. <laughs> They never explained that. No, as what? To why he was doing that? No, he's no. just a bad king. Yeah. He's having a bad day. They don't go deep with a lot in this. No, this yeah, film. not a Characters. lot. Not the political structure. I think they use <laughs> they use like the word taxes once or twice. It's thrown around. You know, I saw that Dragonheart picture last week, and they really didn't get into much of the contemporary politics of the time. <laughs> really disappointed me. Why are we fighting this battle? 
for taxes, that's why. <laughs> that was to, to rally middle America. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I hate taxes, too. <laughs> I love dragons and hate taxes. I'd like to kill the king of America. <laughs> Drag him off his fancy horse. <laughs> How you like it. Dude, the uh, the little string bean actor that they get to play young David Thewlis in this movie yeah. looks like fucking come-to-life Amelia Bedelia. <laughs> I described him as Annie Lennox meets Clay Aiken. <laughs> Not 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 far off. Yeah, he, and he's a shit from Jump Street. That's the important thing about this movie. Is right. speaking of Game of Thrones, we got a real Joffrey on our. We hands. do, and like you know, uh, what do we call it? You know, David, uh, David, David Thewlis, Dennis Quaid, Dennis Quaid, Dennis Quaid has got like hearts in his eyes the whole time. He's like, oh my little prince, and oh, like yeah, he's my little an, buddy. He's being an <laughs> asshole, and he's he keeps saying like, I can't wait to rule this land with an iron fist. Yeah. And, and Squid's like, yeah, that'll be great. You're going to do such a great job. And, like, ruffles his hair. Yeah, he's a poor judge of character. Right <laughs> off the bat, you realize this this knight does not have a lot of insight. No, yeah. because the minute this kid gets a chance to be an asshole, he is. <laughs> he's, an, he's, he's directly an asshole to his father who's dead. He's bleed. like, just die. Yeah, I want to be king. Grabs the crown from him as this, this poor old man is bleeding from every orifice. Which... And- <laughs> <laughs> right, due they, to the Gaddafiing. Yes. Yeah, they they rip him limb from limb, and then they're like, "Oh wait, they're still burning down our village," and everyone leaves him alone. And the kid kind of scampers in to take the crown. Yeah, right. and wh- I wasn't paying attention at the start of it, so when he's grabbing that crown away, I was like, "What's that kid's problem?" <laughs> well, they, they got into it real quick. <laughs> they did not. It was like, "All right, you get it. These guys know each other. That's the king. He's dead, and uh, he's ripping his." <laughs> He's a dick, this kid. We are kind of going way too long without a dragon sighting in this movie, mm. though. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> and I, I, I started to question this movie's dragon budget at one point. <laughs> oh, dude, this. Yeah. let's get into that. This movie is all about hiding that dragon for as much <laughs> yes. as possible. It's just like a guy hiding behind a bush with like a couple of brooms. <laughs> and then like Dennis Quaid having to like look in awe at nothing. Or like when the dragon first picks him up, right? And it's just the frame is Dennis Quaid, and above the frame he's clearly just holding a rope of some kind, yeah. And they're like dragging him around because you don't see an actual dragon claw or anything mm-hmm. holding him, no. And it's so fucking well, fake. The, the first dragon battle that Quaid has, um, you don't see that dragon. That amounts to a bale of hay being thrown up in the air. <laughs> And I was like, wow, they really couldn't afford a second dragon. Like, they couldn't have done the same thing and just, just pressed blue yeah. on paint and or just like, made it. Exactly. Make it green or some yeah, shit. It's... Oh, you wanted a green dragon. <laughs> That's going to take at least another eight months. So so the the, the, the prince, now, now once in future king. Now which... boy king. Shoved into a spike. Oh yeah, hilariously. Some fence impaled. post. The uh, the girl who will be Dina Meyer jumps off like <laughs> who who's like the a peasant girl like bumps into him with her ass and he impales himself like a vampire. She is indeed the peasant girl, as there is not one other peasant girl to be. She's the only one. The She's whole, the hottest one. <laughs> the whole land relies on her to repopulate it. That's it. Again, think about this extras casting just a little bit. Like, the two women in this movie are her and Julie Christie, who's, like, the mother. That's it. And it's just a bunch of hairy, fat guys. Yeah, a lot of them I saw changing hats at different (laughs) points. I think later on, a couple of them are dragon slayers, quote, unquote. Uh, 
And then Dennis Quaid, in his role as Nana the dog, comes down <laughs> and is like, "Oh no, my prince!" And he like starts crying and like rushes him back to the castle. Jewel and like he's like, "Oh, he's mortally wounded. He's kind of fucked because he a Quaid's not doing any accent whatsoever. No, he's." Here's the thing. It's not an accent. He's doing a voice. Yeah. And I think there's a difference. Like, an accent is something you put on and talk normally while you do it. Yeah. He is doing a cartoon of what he thinks, like, a leprechaun on steroids sounds like. The like, problem is his king talks like this. And hello there, I'm the king. You know, here's me. And I'm the queen. And then this guy comes, hey, how's it going? I'm a, I'm a knight. <laughs> I speak perfect American. I've definitely lived here my whole life as a knight. <laughs> Alongside you, sweet British people. Yeah, and David Thewlis as the grown boy king has definitely got a little bit of like a chimney sweep accent going on. <laughs> well, like, he's, he's pushing it to 11, man. I mean, where is the grounding in this dragon movie? <laughs> so, you know, they're like, oh, there's nothing we could do for him. And then, like, uh, Julie Christie turns over to her like little dragon head shop she has going like all these like dragon tchotchkes and bongs she has She's like oh not everything yeah. and they bring him to fucking sean connery's cave which actually you could visit sean connery's cave it's in it's in scotland <laughs> <laughs> they welcome to my cave <laughs> that's welcome where he's to my keep. now get the hell out of here <laughs> they bring him there and apparently Dragons can heal everything. That she's like, oh, I call upon the ancient rite of such and such. And who's a fudge? There's a lot of like dragon lore going on in this movie, and I don't know how canon it is to like <laughs> actual like other dragon stories and whatnot. Probably you know what I mean? not very. I mean, this is like, he's like, well, a dragon never wants to hurt a human. I'm like, since fucking when? That's all dragons ever do is hurt humans. It's a bunch yeah. of dragon propaganda. Yeah. Oh, no, we just got a bad rap the whole time. Why I don't did, think so. Why did the knight even think, why did Bowen even think that this kid was done for, knowing there's a source of magic just a half mile away in a cave? She's like, ah, oh, well, he's done for. And she said, not necessarily. And she, I don't know, she takes a potion and... They, they go off to the Oh, there's some the sort cave. of fucking hemlock this, juice going on. I don't know. <laughs> this is where, like, Sean Connery Dragon says... In the shadows, because we're not paying for him. Exactly. No, no, no. No, no. and he's, he's talking about, like, they're going to, like, share hearts or whatever. I think this is the titular dragon heart. Yeah. <laughs> so the dragon, like, heart and this kid's heart kind of merge in that laser bolt from the dragon's whatever. When two become one, dude, it's just like the Spice Girls prophesized. You're right. Well, he reaches in, and it's kind of grotesque. Like, the, he re literally grabs a piece of his heart and shoves it inside David Willis and... Just get it up in there. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, he cauterizes the, the, the wound with a laser beam, which he never uses it's again. Not, it's not like fire, and he's like it would be cool if it was fire and he's like now he's third degree burned for a while yeah, yeah. but it'll heal up but yeah, yeah just you but gotta let that set this was an instant laser blast and it was just kind of okay then yeah i guess it's only when dragons are performing open heart surgery <laughs> he is a doctor <laughs> i'm dr dragon <clears throat> and i'm not i'm not a zoologist but <laughs> let's get I that right out of the I, way i i i'm gonna preface this with i'm not a zoologist but i didn't know that dragons the way to get to their heart is literally, it's like a flap. It's, yeah, it's, like, it's like Venetian blinds. Like, you just like, 
And just his Which, heart sitting there. Yeah, it's one scale, and it's right under it. <laughs> he it right uses up. that like a couple times in the movie to taunt him too, because he opens it like, like see anything you like, dragon. Get a good look. I think this is just his genitals. I think he's just flashing his genitals. I mean, his heart is placed under this scale like you would put a key under a doormat. <laughs> it was actually based on the actual Sean Carter, who had actually had uh, a pacemaker put in. With the same thing. It's a flap. So he can adjust it. So you can jumpstart me right away off a car battery. <laughs> and so immediately this kid turns into a pile of fucking shit, right? Like, and, Yeah, and what's awesome about it is they're like, well, he was such a saint before. Clearly the dragon poisoned him. Well, that's well, he, he, he has to say some oath like, oh, I promise to do this, that, and the other thing. Be the best half man, half dragon I can be. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he's yeah. like, oh, I want to rebuild this castle. It's like, oh, that'll take many men, my lord. It's like, I know. <laughs> I just learned of this new thing called slavery. <laughs> well, it's a chicken versus the egg kind of deal. It's like, uh, he also just got the crown. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you're blaming his dragon for all this bullshit, but. Yeah, he's, he's just like, drunk on power. Yeah. He was addicted to begin. Uh, first off, his haircut was. Should have been the the real telling point because anyone with that hairdo is gonna be a prick. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh exactly. And this guy's keeping this haircut, by the way, right uh, up till grown, uh, you know, grown age or whatever. So we cut to twelve years later. Well, de- well, Dennis Quaid is pissed off because like uh, he tries to he he sees the slavery, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I think um, the young boy king demands someone burn out their eyes and like. Oh yeah. But, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Right, because there are some people from the rebellion he yeah, has yeah. in shackles, yeah. and he's just like, burn the insolence out of his eyes. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Good line. And well, he's like, oh, that dragon really fucked you up good. I'm going to go out and kill every last dragon to get to even the score, as opposed to killing him. When yeah. he ordered his eyes burned out, I was actually envious. Because I was like, buddy, <laughs> trust me, you're not going to miss anything. <laughs> this movie's two stars at best. <laughs> So, you know, we jump ahead to nine, what would that be, 96 AD? Sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, of that, that, was, that was the year, actually, we learned that dragons went extinct. Mm-hmm. That's why it's important uh, that we know that it's 984 at the start of the movie. R.I.P.D. <laughs> R.I.P.D., the entire race <laughs> of dragons. And now David Thewlis is, is this guy, and he looks like he's sucking on lemons the entire... He's got this, like, <laughs> Mick Jagger, like, yep. scowl, like, this, yep. like, mm, this haughty look the entire time. <laughs> you want to fucking smack that mullet off his head. <laughs> and so, yeah, he's ruling the land with an iron fist, I guess. Um, Still. This, this is where he has um, this woman's father murdered. Is that the idea? Yeah, he's just hunting for, for, for pleasure. <laughs> but the thing is, it's, it's the only person, not, I don't want to spoil anything, but one of the only people that you actually see him do anything really actually bad to. So they just wanted to illustrate the point, like, eh, have him kill her dad. Right. But like other than that, there's not a lot of widespread torture, much going on. Not as much as you want in a movie like this. It does look as though he's got, this guy's eyes didn't make the trip in the last 12 <laughs> years. Like, <laughs> he rethought that because <laughs> he's blind as a bat. He's blind, and he gets a bow and arrow, just the arrow just right through his heart, right? That's yeah. this guy. Yeah, or is yeah. it an axe? What happens? No, he gets... He gets it because. 
he, he gets a bow and arrow because uh, Dino Meyer is like, oh, release him. It's one of those things. Those, you talk to a fucking action movie villain, really choose your words carefully. Don't say, <laughs> release my father. Right. Yeah, it's like a genie, dude. You gotta watch that <laughs> shit. Oh, I'll release him into death. And it's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, right, right. And the dude like gets his arrow in the chest and he's looking at the daughter just like, oh, thanks a lot. <laughs> this and, is and, your fault. <laughs> you should have said, let me go. His, his awful death is met with, I want to say, annoyance on her part. Because <laughs> yeah. I don't see a single tear or scream, but she, she's upset. Yeah, she's just she's just like, oh, aggravation. Nobody gets, well, gets one, overly emotional. It's one less thing to worry about. <laughs> and especially back then. Yeah, I mean, taking care of the elderly in the Middle Ages, well, that's obnoxious. Think about that, you know? Like, you were, prob- you were a senior citizen at 30 back then. Dude, burn so, him at the stake. Yeah, so I agree. You know, if you live to 60 or something, you're unnatural. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. that's true. And this guy's easily like 80. Yeah. <laughs> you get, Although maybe he was 16. That's how old he was supposed <laughs> yeah. to be. It's hard living back then. <laughs> you get you get stuck on a guy uh, on a horse who's over 30 in traffic. You're like, oh, fuck. Great. <laughs> this guy should, they should take his horse license away. <laughs> Stupid horse traffic. <laughs> he barely has his head over that horse's neck. <laughs> <laughs> so he's dead. <laughs> And we cut to Dennis Quaid, who's just like a professional dragon hunter now. And he's kind of like not caring so much about the honor of being a knight. Nope, he's done. He's he's living on hard times. He does, like Mark said, kill a dragon off screen. <laughs> Great. That's, that's one scene I don't want, right? I don't want to see him kill a dragon. A miraculous dragon murder. Yeah, mm-hmm. I need to see that. Mm-hmm. You're, You're telling like, me this dude's a dragon slayer. I need to see some dragon slaying. You're 20 minutes into this film, and you got to think an audience in the theater was definitely looking at their watch like, God, <laughs> uh, this is dragon heart, right? <laughs> Did I get the ticket to the right movie? <laughs> Is this some other Dennis Quaid medieval tale? <laughs> Not that it would ever be mistaken for Braveheart, <laughs> of which it <laughs> yeah. took a lot of liberties from. So he's killing dragons. We got Pete Postlewaite again. Yeah, playing this monk, bard, wandering minstrel. This is an annoying character. Oh, absolutely. I always hate this shit where it's like, and he's like a writer, and the donkey farts when he says something, <laughs> and we get like an everybody's a critic. And <laughs> enter the comic relief in full form. Oh. He makes like, he has like eight one liners as he, <laughs> as he comes on screen. Dude, in a movie where Sean Connery is voicing a dragon, why do you need comic relief? It's right there. The title character is the comic relief. They thought it was serious. They were like, no, 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 this movie is too good and serious. We, so we need someone to lighten it up. Yeah. Possibly is a hilarious monk. Sure. <laughs> that comedian that we, <laughs> yeah. that, what's his, is it usual suspect? <laughs> uh, really fucking funny in that movie. <laughs> He kind of he was great in that movie. He was. I actually just rewatched that. He's kind of doing brown face in that movie, or I mean, oh. he's exactly doing brown face well, in that thing, movie as Kobayashi. Yeah, which that doesn't even make sense. But, but he's doing like an Indian accident, and uh, he's got literally brown face. Right, but he's not a real person. He's <laughs> a story he's a... made up. He's a fictional <laughs> oh, person like, in a story. Oh, Kaiser, it's a little offensive. Why do you need me to do this? <laughs> like, you know your audience. You're talking to Chaz Palmentary. <laughs> You might want to pepper it up a little bit with some. Oh yeah, those guys are always up to 
no good. Yeah. Uh, oh, they're crafty, aren't they? Yeah, good point, actually. <laughs> That's totally why Chaz Palminteri falls for it in that movie. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. The most questionable one was casting his, uh, his lawyer as an Indian man. It's like, <laughs> I don't know, the devil. Now, let me ask you this, because it has been several years since I've watched that movie. Mm-hmm. Does it hold up? I think it does. Oh, I think so. Yeah, really? It's a, I think it's still a really strong movie. It's well directed. It's it, it moves. You know what's lovely about that movie? It's less than two hours long. You know Is what it? it? Yeah, it's exactly. It's not some fucking crime epic. You're in. You're out. He he. You know, like that. He's gone. Literally. So enter fucking Sean Connery as a dragon, yeah, right? Fucking finally, he's terrorizing. He's not. No, he's not terrorizing a town. He's under like some waterfall, like getting high or something. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. just trying to like smoke a dragon-sized doob <laughs> and just chill out under this waterfall. I'm retired. Yeah, and oh, then puff Quaid, the, puff the magic dragon. That's right. Exactly, dude. That's, that's what he's from. trying to do. Like his ancestor, Puff. Right, because dragons invented marijuana for <laughs> recreational just, Speaking of poor judges of character, right? Uh, <laughs> so he did indeed give half his heart and decide to share his life force with a king he had met all of 10 seconds before. Yeah. After, uh, you know, a 20-second conversation. And yep. he, he thought his father was basically a demon. Hitler Jr. Start, uh, shows up with lung cancer and you decide to save his life? I'm like, no. End that bloodline. Let's see what else happens. Well, no, no. Here, I'll get, grant you something here. Now, now his Hitler was famously anti-smoking, and if this son has lung cancer, maybe he's different from his old man. <laughs> <laughs> he's a free spirit. <laughs> it's a free spirit, that Brett Hitler. Is <laughs> Brett <laughs> Cody Hitler. <laughs> yeah, Brett and Cody Hitler. You're the Austin twins. Hitler. Tyler and Kyle Hitler. <laughs> there was a Willie Hitler. Oh, right, of the Long Island Hitlers? Yeah. <laughs> they were the, the ones that all famously castrated themselves? No, I think they decided not to. Or they just agreed to not breed? <laughs> yeah. Much easier. <laughs> Less graphic. It's a good story. You don't have to leave any pokers in the fireplace for that one to happen. <laughs> I bet you they did, though. That's how, I, it, that's how a Hitler castrates itself. Dude, I'm, so, I'm telling you, there's some secret Hitlers out there. I bet oh, you. Man. I would bet you. You think yeah. there is a, a Taylor Hitler out there somewhere? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. But it's like, you know, Taylor Johnson or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just covered exactly. it up. Uh, yeah, so it's this dragon comes out, and here's like the big reveal of the movie is this dragon. And it kind of looks, I don't know, just a little worse than like the dinosaurs in Jurassic World now, because those are all bad-looking dinosaurs, by the way. Yeah, I don't know if anybody's seen that. you seen that movie yet, Mark? No, nah, I've seen the commercials, and it, it doesn't look like it. it you'd think after 25 years or whatever it's been that... <laughs> We'd figure out how to make a dinosaur It would be far better, and it was far better in the first, in the first, mo- in the first movie. They yeah. should have never made any sequels to that movie. Nope. No. Just one and done, Definitely and we're, we're having and a good I, time. And I, I saw Jurassic World. I didn't hate it, but uh, it's got a lot of... Uh, Problems, <laughs> especially, well, especially that ending. Mm. Yeah. Well, speaking of Jurassic Park, that's what they want. They want. They used the same studio. They used ILM, and they're like, "We want this to be Jurassic Park times five because this is so much better because it's a dragon and he can talk." Ooh, and that's the problem. It's like Park. Jurassic Park. <laughs> dragon and <then> Park. <laughs> at least Jurassic Park. Like it's just the, all the T Rex does is he's he's filmed completely in shadow. Mm-hmm. He screams a bunch and eats some shit. That's it. He's not cracking quips. He's not raising an eyebrow. <laughs> I just love, like, 
the the pitch meeting for Dragonheart, and Rob Cohen's just like, you know what I hated about that Jurassic Park? You got all these dinosaurs running around, and not one of them's telling a joke. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, that's right, Rob Cohen. Here's $20 million. Go make this Dragonheart picture yeah, in that, Estonia that, or wherever. That that dragon in Dragonheart, he, he basically, it's the uh, special effects equivalent of a yogurt commercial. <laughs> like... <laughs> He's just kind of flying in the background. It's like, a screensaver. It's yeah. a bad yeah. Windows 98 screensaver. I think there was a toaster with wings in the background, too. <laughs> I think that was the original concept art, was the dragon looked like a flying toaster. The, the tagline for this film is, uh, you will believe. So, it, That's quite. just, you will believe? You'll believe something. You will believe you paid too much money for this <laughs> ticket. <laughs> You will believe your father's pissed off he dropped that much money at the concession stand. That reminds me, when he's in, he's shielded in the waterfall, right? And Pete Postlewaite and uh, Quaid come up, and, he's, and, you know, already Postlewaite's like, sing the song of Dennis Quaid, and it's like, fuck you. And he's like, come out, dragon, let's fight in American style. And he's like, oh, you want to fight, do you? Well, uh, witness... Witness the wonder and ancient glory. And he, like, reveals himself of Windows 95. (laughs) (laughs) At one point, he says, uh, this is what happened to the last dragon slayer that tangled with me. And he, like, spits out this corpse at them. And this big, like, red dummy falls out. And Dennis Quaid's like, And then Pete Postlewaite's donkey farts and everybody in the audience laughs again. So they get into a fight. And he... For a very long time, this dragon <laughs> drags Dennis Quaid around. And oh, all yep. you hear is Quaid going, <laughs> For minutes <laughs> and minutes. And just, is this when he's on the rope? Yes. And this, there's, this is an opportunity for jokes galore. Because <laughs> he gets dragged into the, the forest. and He's hitting yeah. all the trees. And he says, Sean Carter's like, visit the woods. <laughs> Why don't we go for a walk in the woods? That first step's a doozy. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it just keeps going on Cowabunga. <laughs> That's what this movie's missing, is a good dragon cowabunga. You're the man now, dog. <laughs> I was waiting for that. I don't rem- don't forget, by the way, Jamal Wallace wrote that paper. In case anyone forgot the end of fucking Finding Forrester, he didn't write that paper. Jamal Wallace wrote that paper. Or Jamal Wallace. The world had a love affair with Sean Connery in the late 90s, didn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know where it went. Was it the, I think he retired. I think he re- it was after the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. He said no more. I thought it was after he was knighted, and now he sits <laughs> atop a throne somewhere. <laughs> the, the queen made him a duke somewhere. Jeez, I've got ju- responsibilities. <laughs> Sorry, I can't act in Hollywood anymore. I'm a landowner. <laughs> I'm a vassal of the queen. I've got, I've got small folk to tend to. <laughs> I myself am hunting the last dragon. <laughs> Irony. He's now currently out searching for the last dragon. The queen gave him a mission? (laughs) Yes. It was a mission she knew he would spend the last years of his life on this planet trying to complete. So Dennis Quaid gets stuck in this dragon's mouth for what feels like 28 minutes. It's the dumbest. He's got a sword up against the roof of his mouth, and he goes, and this is when, and this is embarrassing for Sean Connery, by the way. (laughs) 
he has to start acting like this. Like oh, everything yeah. he's talking about is like, <laughs> if you lower your shot, I'll lower my blades. Dude, when he was when that scene was happening, I was picturing Sean Connery in the recording studio being like, Is this really necessary? <laughs> Put and the Rob Cohen's like, Yeah, it is. You gotta do it. Rock and roll. Put the orange in your mouth, Sir Connery. <laughs> Come on, old man, do it. Do this voice. Put a fucking Pulp Fiction ball gag on him. <laughs> this knight is, is is straddling this dragon's tongue and being is being jostled around on top of it for hours on end. Dude, it, then it you must uncomfortable. It must feel kind of good to watch. That's a line. He goes, "Please remove your buttocks from my tongue." And I was like, "Oh, we're eating ass now in this movie." Okay. <laughs> That's where we're going? It is the Middle Ages, baby. Let's do it. Let's go ass-to-mouth, Dennis Quaid. <laughs> and obviously, this dragon could have killed this knight five times before during this battle. If you watch yes. this battle, he's such a powerful creature. Oh, yeah. Well, and, he is a dragon, Mark. And, and, and <laughs> Bode, uh, Quaid, and uh, whatever his name is. Quaid. I like Quaid, actually. Uh, he's not a great knight by any standards. He's not like, <laughs> you, you're not marveling at his swordsmanship. So he could have died many a time. And Oh, yeah. But the thing is, see, now once they get out, once he gets out of the mouth, you know, Sean Connery's like, I never wanted to kill you. Oh, yeah, so this that's... is where we get this whole spiel about, like, dragons never tried to hurt anyone. Yeah. We just got a bad rap. <laughs> <laughs> Jamal Wallace started all sorts of rumors about dragons. The, the conversation that's had before this battle ensues is it's revealed that uh, Connery uh, Draco uh, is the last dragon. Right. The famous, I am the last one. Right. And, and that's a trailer line, oh, right, yeah, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So Quaid has been systematically destroying the entire race of dragons yep, right. based on what one did, a genocide. Yeah. Yes. He's a, he's a walking genocide, this guy. <laughs> he's a real he's a real Ho Chi Minh, this guy. <laughs> it's it's the Iraq War. It started on bad information. <laughs> <laughs> Millions of people lost their lives. But I'd do it again if I if I was given the same information, says, says, <laughs> says all modern politicians. Dennis Quaid just sees this dragon. He's like, mission accomplished, and goes at its <laughs> oh, throat. Oh, man, a dragon on a... On a uh, Aircraft carrier? Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. That's, that's a t-shirt. <laughs> and it seems the second to last dragon that was killed was a female. Yes. He's like, you killed her. And it's like, oh, it's a girl. So he was like friends with her. Yeah. And oddly enough... Uh, just a few hours later, the two are, are, are swapping witty retort to each other. Yeah, they are fast seriously. and unbelievable friends. That dragon was probably pregnant. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. That was a double homicide. Oh, God. <laughs> double dragocide. <laughs> yeah, it's either one of two things. When it's you and the last dragon on Earth, you're either doing what you should do, which is repopulate the dragons, or like... Somebody's gay and we're just really good friends. You know what I mean? Like we're having tea together, talking about stuff. So this dragon was more like Cary Grant, just like living with his buddy for the you know rest yeah. of his years. Yeah, yeah, sure. But and you're right because like Dennis Quaid never owns up to apologizes or has to deal with the fact that he killed so many dragons. Twelve oh, years worth of dragons. His shield yep. is full of dragon teeth. 
Oh, is that or what's cl- all around? Or, it? Yeah, or claws or whatever. He's just—it's like a like an ear necklace. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Draco sneers at that. Oh, right. does he really? Yeah. I missed that moment. I yeah. missed that subtle moment. Now that film. we're friends, can you put away that offensive shield? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> now let's not forget that dragons in this movie are essentially just like big dogs. Like they're 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 not meaning to harm anybody and. Mm-hmm. Quaid got bit by one one day and just went around and just started murdering dogs left yeah, and know, right. Knights are like the mailmen for uh, dragons. Medi- medieval mailman. He yeah. had to kill a couple babies too, right? Oh, so, yeah. so like, there's the, probably a deleted scene where he's picking a big rock up over some eggs and just dropping. Not them. the younglings. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. Dragon younglings are getting when, slaughtered. When you killed my female friend, did you? Did you happen to see any eggs? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did, dragon, and I ate them all up. Yum, 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 yum. I'm the hero of this film. <laughs> Dude, with this haircut, by the way, he looks like fucking Dog the Bounty Hunter in this movie. <laughs> he, does. he looks terrible. Dude, I would pay to see Dennis Quaid play Dog the Bounty Hunter today. He's in, the right a, age now. In, right, a do- right? in a Dog the Bounty Hunter bounty pick? Yeah. A biopic? It's yeah. a bounty pick. That's not a real thing. Sure it is. <laughs> it's on the cover of Bounty Paper Towels. That while, dude looks great. While they're uh, sp- uh, verbally sparring uh, Quaid and, and this uh, CGI nightmare, uh, at one point, <laughs> he uh, Sean Connery says, oh, it's the prophet you're after, to which uh, Quaid replies, it's not the prophet, it's the pleasure. And I had to think that was a that was a studio exec line. <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah. they enjoyed making this film. <laughs> hey, Dennis, these killing dragons get you really horny. <laughs> Pleasure of killing dragons. It's so basically, and also this movie was pitched to someone at some point, like because the whole point of this movie was to get them to the point where they're pals and they're like conning villagers right because then all of a sudden it's like butch cassidy and the sundance kid somebody and i have i bought the dvd for this and Uh i was reading the production notes (laughs) and i was reading the production notes on the train uh which is like the dvd sleeve and i must have looked like the world's biggest maniac (laughs) like some creepy fat dude in glasses reading a reading a DVD sleeve for a movie nobody's cared about in 25 years. You probably look like the world's biggest dragon fan. Like, yeah. leave no stone unturned. Like, I've read Lord of the Rings. I've finished Game of Thrones. What's this now? A little what, mini tale. Babe, I was on the train coming home from work tonight. I saw this guy. I think he's the first ever dragon completist. <laughs> hey, honey, I, I saw a loser today. <laughs> you might have been. You might as well have been holding a leather-bound book that said "The Tales of King Arthur" on the train. I would much rather, dude. That your whole thing of like being a loser on the train, reading something, totally reminded me of one night when they would do like those like midnight release of the Harry Potter books, mm-hmm. or like they'd come out at like eight p.m. or something like that. One night, this several years ago, one of those books came out, and my wife was on the train, and she sees someone, like a group of people on the train, and the girl in the middle has the new Harry Potter book, and she's reading it out loud and doing all the voices. Oh, my god! And all these people are standing around, and she's reading this book and doing the voices, and then, like, stops are going by, and all these people are there, like, reading this book, reading this book, gets to a stop, 
all these people get out except for this one girl. There wasn't a crowd of people. It was just her. And she continued to read oh, after all those people amazing. left. Good just God. getting to the bottom of what happened to Dumbledore in this book. <laughs> just reading it. Doing voices. But wow. The Were you that, doing voices reading those production notes? <laughs> no, but the, it's what, a pleasure. What I'd learned <laughs> was somebody had pitched this as Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Dragon. No. Oh, uh, no, man. Wait, they get shot by the Bolivians at the end? <laughs> <laughs> Raindrops are falling on your dragon head. <laughs> it's a dragon and, and, and a lady on a bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I like we're talking about the like what the pitch sounded like yeah. in this for this movie. But I would love it if it was a thing where they just made this movie behind Universal's back, and then it was just like, wait, what movie's coming out? <laughs> well, when did that happen? Who pitched that? No, how did this slip by? Oh, this looks terrible. It's like Lethal Weapon, <laughs> <laughs> except Danny Glover's a dragon. <laughs> He's an old gristle dragon. That actually is a good analogy. That works. <laughs> Yeah, you know, Sean same Connery, hairdo. That almost. dragon is getting too old for this shit in yeah, this movie. It. He's five thousand years old. He's too old. Remember uh, that? Is sequ- he five thousand years uh, old? I made that up. Remember, oh. Do you remember the sequel where that dragon is trying to take that shit on the toilet, but it's got a bomb <laughs> on it? Then <laughs> <laughs> Dennis Quaid has to save him. <laughs> that dragon's just humiliated, sitting on that toilet. <laughs> yeah, what a cold open. Uh, there's some point in this scene, like before they team up and start, like grifting people which is the thrust of this movie the dragon definitely does a nut shot on dennis quaid and there's just a big like doing you don't remember the nut shot yeah he 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 ejaculates yeah no he hits him in the balls oh okay no i remember that i thought you meant something (laughs) different okay you thought he, you thought he I was, ejaculated on yeah, him? Yeah, I wasn't even I wasn't even doing a jokey joke for the show. I was confused, and I thought I had missed... A, a well, that was show. like there was the deleted scene with Son of the Mask, where there was like Mask Seed, and yeah. we didn't know about that, so I guess all, it's yeah, totally possible. All bets are off. Yeah, it's you're SBE right. 2015. <laughs> special, <laughs> special semen edition. Sean Connery lifts his heart flap, and ejaculate pops out. <laughs> That's what it's there for, to keep this stuff in. <laughs> Good God. How us dragons reproduce from our heart flaps. <laughs> Gonna spray you with my heart flap. Disgusting. It is disgusting. It's repulsive. Make no mistake, it's repugnant. <laughs> and then to recap the uh, story arc of this night, <laughs> he is a good and noble knight. One kid is turns questionable kills every dragon for 12 years, meets the very one he's after, and befriends him in a day. (laughs) Yep. Because he can't even remember the voice. That's the thing. How are you duped by this when that dragon is talking like Sean Connery? Hello, it's me. Uh, What what do you mean? I've never seen you before. (laughs) Like, how do you... Unless, and we don't know because we don't hear any other dragon <laughs> they talk. They all sound alike? They all sound like Sean Connery. I'm his wife. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm his brother. It's entirely possible. We don't know. But we'll never I, doubt know. That, I doubt that that's <laughs> the case. All dead. Well, they're all dead. I doubt that that's the case, though. I think it's more that Dennis Quaid's just an idiot knight in this movie yep. is the thing. So we're teaming up. And the whole thing is they realize, like, oh, you know how we could team up? Sean Connery flies into a village, pretends to, like harass people and threaten them and then dennis quaid comes in pretending to be the hero and like they fake murder the dragon and then he just gets the money which what 
what the hell does the dragon get out of this? He has no use for coins. He lives, I guess. <laughs> but he could easily scorch this guy in the middle of the night who has, again, Killed murdered all every one of his <laughs> friends and his entire Lineage. race. Yep. Oh, yeah. It Low makes, these 12 years. It makes no sense. Or also, just fucking fly away. Retire yeah. <laughs> down to Argentina or something. Like, get overseas... Whatever. What the hell is Puerto Rico doing up in 900, 900 AD? Let's find out. I mean, it must have been really nice, I bet. Oh, I bet, yeah. It sure was great. The undiscovered country. <laughs> going to go discover a new country. That's what he's going to do. But yeah, it, he it could, makes he no could sense. take Bowen back to America where he belongs. <laughs> <laughs> then he gets eaten by natives or something. Sure, why, why not? Why not? It's Dragonheart. <laughs> hey, oddly enough, as bad as the dragon looks and the premise of the film, it's the it's the most believable part is that dragons actually exist. Everything else that goes on, <laughs> the story was good. Cool. It's like I can't understand why they're friends. I was like, he's a dick. He's not even likable. No, it makes no sense that they agree to this deal. But I'll show you on every level this movie is unbelievable because even the peasants <laughs> yeah. wearing cleaner clothes than I am today. <laughs> they everyone, are not doing a good job at that. Everyone yeah. looks so... Everyone gets dry cleaning in this movie. <laughs> this was a big trend in, in, in 90s medieval movies what like uh, medieval people just looking good yeah like have you guys seen first night also with Sean oh, yeah. Connery? Woof. holy toledo they they're looking nice in that movie <laughs> yeah they're they're all recently bathed but that's that merlin's movie. magic i bet oh, oh yeah <laughs> like clean <laughs> spells cast a laundry spell on everyone <laughs> I, I definitely saw a couple of sets from robin hood Prince, Prince of, Thieves, of Thieves, oh, also starring Sir Sean Connery. So is First Night. Yeah. He had a hard on for these movies. <laughs> well, if, if you're doing a movie about medieval times, oh, you're, yeah. you're going Connery every time. <laughs> you have to. He's the most believable. Or if you're doing a movie about Alcatraz. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of it's sort of the same thing. The living conditions. Yes. A sword in the stone, the rock, kind of yeah. Oh, well, you know, yeah. it's funny, whenever when the, even as a kid, the first time I heard of Alan Quartermain, I was like, that sounds a lot like Sean Connery. Hope <laughs> hope he plays Alan Quartermain someday. That wasn't medieval. No, but still, you just—he's built, sound, he's built yeah. for all these roles. That's true. So David Thewlis is just being a dick. That's—I mean, I, that's his platform as king. At first, he was like, "Let's build a palace and let's—I uh, don't care how it gets built." And then, like from then on, he's just being a dick. Yeah, like he's got no end game. It's not like for the glory of whatever. He's it's not trying. Yeah, he's not trying to like conquer another town nope. or anything. He's a bully. It's like, just an ant farm that he's got that he's shaking every <laughs> so often. That's basically how he sees his subjects. Yeah, he keeps banging on the glass to that aquarium, and uh, Dina Mayer gets kidnapped and he recognizes her as being the woman that ass bubbed him into impalement <laughs> so he tries to repay her by raping her in this room yep oh and, absolutely and he's just like it, it's a very uncomfortable scene it's out of nowhere this is almost a family movie kind of right it is borderline fam there's no blood is yeah, we're talking, talking pg right yeah no i think i think we're talking 13 PG. maybe mm. <laughs> let me just consult the dvd <laughs> yes. check your train Please. reading material no, you know most on. people bring books no <laughs> the newspaper no that's it a fucking Steve Steve your guide a your <laughs> dvd is it it doesn't say no, it doesn't say that no. i think it was pg-13 but it must be. i gotta say pg-13 and that's what I was. I was like, wait a second, was there a rape? 
that was 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 our heroine just raped? What direction are we going? Two minutes ago, it's a friendly banter with a cartoon and another cartoon. <laughs> and now, a rape? Really? Well, he's like licking his lips at this chick and everything. Mark was right. It's PG-13. All right. All right. That explains for, a little bit of for, it. For dragon talk and rape. <laughs> you know, it's true, though. You, they do cut. Like, he's like... He's get, they're in a bedroom, and he's like, I'm the king, and you can't stop me. And she's just, like, pushing him away. And I believe they cut, right? Am I nuts? No, I think they come back. They actually they, they come in on the scene, and she's on a bed, and they're, like, you know, yammering at each other, I yeah. thought is how it went. But, but I, I was think, like, the bed is there. and I don't know if anything happens, though, because I, what that cut is is another scene involving David Thewlis. So yeah. he's not, like, oh, okay. he's not... off somewhere assaulting somebody. That's good. But, I mean, he is pulling a real, like, listen, Lorraine, someday <laughs> you're going to be my wife, you know, <laughs> whether you like it or not kind of a thing. And I was like, that's not what this movie is. We I got a talking th- cartoon. I don't need the threat of sexual violence in my fun dragon caper. And no. it is a fun dragon caper. All things considered, <laughs> the, the old man with the with the arrow in his heart. Yeah, it's it, Just harking back to, you know, Robin Hood and such. But <laughs> all, all in all, this is a this is a fun jaunt through dragon lore but that's what's weird though is like who is this movie for no one it's because eric i guess eric would have yeah it was it was for me you're stuck (laughs) in this like middle area though where it's like a kooky cartoon dragon Uh and and for you the hyper emotional that (laughs) cried at the end of this film (laughs) and the hyper emotional me yeah yeah Dudes who fall for it. Real easy marks. That, that, that so song is good. It might have been more for you than me then. <laughs> but I never saw it. You it, just wait. You're talking about it. Well, I meant, you know, I'm talking about when this movie came out. Who was this movie for? Right. Well, it was for me then, but it's for you now. <laughs> I grew into uh, deserving this movie. It, it's a broad net they threw. <laughs> they were like, let's try to get the kids with this and... We'll gotta get the 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 maniacs with the rape and uh, maybe who likes violence? Get them in there and historians. We'll have it set in on you know planet Earth. Yeah, we'll, we'll drive histori- historians <laughs> mad as well. Yeah, get those history buffs in. Set it on Earth. <laughs> a lot of professors. Give it a, give it a specific date. Yeah, yeah. That's what the, that's what that nine eighty four BC. You know, they is, might as well said like. March 28th. <laughs> yeah, just might as well. A lot of professors sitting there. They were like, oh, the catapult didn't exist yet. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Oh, look at that. 300 plus years till they signed the Magna Carta. <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk about the scene where Dennis Quaid names the dragon? Oh, yes. man. This is when we're becoming the best of pals. <laughs> we've, we've had a couple of grifts. Right. Now he's having a <laughs> sleepless night. Brooding night, right? He's yeah. a dark night. <laughs> So uh, he's looking up at the stars and, the, you know, the dragon wakes up and he's like, the dragon asks him what he's thinking about. Yeah. They're You're waking, having trouble sleeping. They're waking up next to each other and the dragon asks, what are you thinking? <laughs> well, it's something where he's like, have you been up all night? And he's like, I'm uh, <clears throat> keeping guard. Yeah, that'll do. So he points out the the star the constellation Draco, right. yeah, and it's like, oh, you know that means dragon. I was thinking of calling you that. And he's like, oh, 
So you won't call me dragon in your tongue, but you'll say it in another tongue. <laughs> yeah. well, oh, because Draco's real name, he's like, oh, you can't pronounce it. Only dragons can pronounce it. So that means he never learned the name of one dragon that he killed below <laughs> these 12 years. No, absolutely killing them. not. He well, didn't even bother to ask their name. <laughs> well, he's something where he's like, well, yeah, try me or something like that. And he's like. Well, it's pronounced, Rawr! you know, and he like roars and then like coughs at the same it's pronounced time. Dragon. <laughs> I can't pronounce that. Dennis Quaid admits that his idea to name him Draco is stupid. <laughs> and then the dragon feels bad. He's like, no, no. Yeah, he's like, I'd be honored to be called that. Uh, named after those stars. <laughs> Should like, we call this movie Dragonheart? <laughs> uh, yes, of course. It's a fantastic idea. Well, the weird thing is, then he starts going off on this Scientology religion where, like, oh, all, yeah. all dragons go to heaven. Like, oh, if... If I'm a good dragon, I'll I'll live and I get my own star with a thousand slaves. Right. This is this is <laughs> and seventy two virgins, yes. dude. It's fucking dragonetics. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> also <laughs> subtle foreshadowing. Yeah, he says <laughs> he tried to save the you know the kid that's now king to help get to dragon heaven, <laughs> but now it turned out to be his greatest sin. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, exactly. So he's not going to go to heaven. Fucking dragon hell. <laughs> hey, 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 Bowen. You awake? <laughs> what you hey, thinking? <laughs> hey, Bowen. Bowen, you believe in God? <laughs> huh? You know, God. <laughs> I want to talk about mortality. <laughs> I can't sleep. Like, I was uh, actually just up designing our next fun grift we're going to do. <laughs> I'm robbing, I'm, I'm literally, again, genocide, and now I'm robbing from the poor. Yes. <laughs> I'm yeah, terrorizing totally. and robbing the poor. Our hero, ladies and gentlemen. Well, that's, <laughs> is, later, Dina Mayer, like, access his conscience, and he's just like, she's like, why don't you steal from the king? And he's like, ah, oh, that's too easy. <laughs> what are you talking <laughs> about? Because I'm an asshole. <laughs> I, th- I would think stealing from the king is the hardest of all thefts. You know, Mayor, uh, Julie Christie, who really feels bad about this whole, like, giving her son an immortal dragon heart thing. Yeah, she's just like, oh, man, I am sorry I let this boy live. This is when we learn, um, because she stabs him in the heart. Um, she escapes, and now, now she's trying to get a rebellion, because she's, like, the hero of this movie. Yeah. She's like, this, there's a crooked king, I'm not out for money, blah, blah, blah. And then they wind up in the same town for the same Griffith. It's kind of like that movie Maverick. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. You know, that movie could have used a dragon. <laughs> it could have used a yeah. lot of things. <laughs> Let's not forget, she escaped. Uh, Dina Meyer escapes the king. Yes. And he doesn't bother to even look. Like, like you think his pride would have been hurt? Yeah, totally. That's she went his right, future wife. She went literally right down the road, which is in eyes view <laughs> yes. from his bedroom. I mean, this, well, this literally, movie, he could probably see her running this there. This movie well, takes place around six city blocks, let's be honest. <laughs> yes. Well, maybe that's the thing. He's like, oh, that, oh, she only went there? I'll get to it. <laughs> I have other people to torture and murder first. But so they go to this town, and they're setting up the grift. And she's like, that guy's full of shit. This dragon's in on it. And it's a weird, like, 
Whatever do you mean? It would be great if it was like fucking that scene in Rounders when they get caught and they get the shit kicked out of them. (laughs) Man. (laughs) Like that is a beating. Somebody grabs the dragon's hand and an ace falls out. And he's like, uh, uh, uh. Can't you guys take a joke? And like they beat the ever living fuck out of him. Dude, then David Thewlis is like, do you want a cookie? <laughs> John Malkovich in that movie, man. At this point, Kobayashi comes around the bend sing, oh, right. singing his songs. <laughs> and he is 100% Dennis Quaid supporter in this movie. And he's like, oh, it's Bowen, the great dragon slayer. Don't listen to this woman. He's killed them all. Yeah. And all these dudes are just like, oh, well, all right, then carry on and with the your she, dragon she slaying. And she has a line that like, he's... He he's in league with the dragon, and everyone starts laughing. And <laughs> oh yeah, laughing. really cracking up. Well, she's a lowly woman on top of it. Oh yeah, yeah that that'll do it. And she's as base born as they come. <laughs> Plus, that American accent's not giving her any credibility in, in <laughs> Scotland. <laughs> There's got to be like a, t- a little town. Maybe they all. Maybe her and Bowen both come from. Oh, dude, it's a village of lost time travelers. <laughs> the, the oh, first- that's. That's where the Roanoke Island. Oh, that's where they. <laughs> that's where they went. They got sucked into medieval times. Yeah, I think the first time you, we meet Dina Myers, she's actually listening to Tom Petty. <laughs> <laughs> the last dance with Mary Jane. <laughs> One of the most terrifying music videos of all time. Well, they're all pretty. If creepy. it wasn't, if not that, then. Uh, don't come around here no more. Where they, it's the Alice in Wonderland deal. Oh, and they're yeah. all chopping her up. The at cake, the, end, the cake. Oh, the cake that gave me some nightmares. <laughs> oh, you'll be up all night with that cake video. Yeah, <laughs> that was a chilling MTV morning when it came across. That. Dude, it was a bad day at school when you turned on 120 minutes, and that video was the last thing you saw before you left the there, house. That did, did happen a couple times. There were some videos where you're like, I don't want to watch this. Yeah. Dude, the Everlong video is kind of terrifying in that same way. Right. I mean, especially as like a it's kid in '94, right. you're just like. Wait, what? That's a great video. It's a great video now, you but know, like as a kid watching MTV, you're like, that fucking cabin's terrifying. One, yes. one of those Nirvana ones for in in utero was pretty freaky. Um, where which, they got, oh, I forget which, a oh, heart shaped box. Oh yeah, where like, they got like the 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 woman from the album cover kind of in it. Mm-hmm, it's yeah. like. Yeah, you, you know the like dissected person type. Oh of yes. Did you guys used to watch music videos before school in the morning? Absolutely, I or did. After, what about uh, what about Black Hole Sun? Oh yeah, that's, that's, that's a pretty video. That's another terrible. Vi- you know what though? The first, I wasn't as scared by that video because the first time I ever saw it, it was getting lampooned on Beavis and Butthead. Uh. So I was like, <laughs> oh, cut, all right. cut the edge off a little. Yeah, bit it was like all these cartoon teenagers are making fun of it. I can handle it. <laughs> So, you know, she's trying to out him in this whole thing. And, you know, then Pete Postlewaite saves the day. And he's like, all right, on to the dragon slaying. It's like white men can't jump. <laughs> two, two Russian guys beat the shit out of that dragon. Because for one too many cons. <laughs> I'm on to you, dragon. And then Dina Meyer goes on Jeopardy. Weird. <laughs> and, and, and the dragon goes home and uh, bangs Rosie Perez in a gratuitous sex scene. That movie's <laughs> nothing but gratuitous sex scenes. <laughs> so, like, the whole thing is Dennis Quaid launches these huge, like, tree-sized arrows at yep. the dragon. And the whole gag is Sean Connery dragon catches it under his elbow and goes, ah, and falls into water. He puts on the Steve Martin head thing. <laughs> the arrow through it. 
It's oh no, I brought the King Tut costume, <laughs> not the arrow through the head hat. Also, part of history, these two invented burlesque, basically. <laughs> like, it's really like ham handed. Like, oh, and so the whole, we see it in another grift, like he falls into a pond or whatever and then swims far enough away. And there's a hilarious moment where he like pokes his dragon head out of the water. He's like, coast is clear and goes away. But this time he falls and it's like just this shallow cesspool. And it's like he breaks his neck at the shallow end of the pool. And like he's laying there. He's selling it. I mean, yeah. he's still selling it as the dead dragon or, or whatever. And they're like. Oh, and then all these dudes all of a sudden are like, meat, meat. <laughs> and Sean Connery's like, I sure hope they're not saying meat. <laughs> and they're going to cut him up or whatever. And then he like jumps up and dragons away. And then they turn and they look back. This is the crazy part. All of a sudden these dudes turn into cannibals. Yes. Because they look at Dennis Quaid and Pete Postlewaite and, and, and what's-her-face, Dina Mayer. And they're just like, well, in that case me <laughs> and they start like coming at them yeah, we've already got our hearts set on it meanwhile there's pigs running everywhere around <laughs> them as this is going on but for some reason yeah why don't we just... want to chomp down on some pork and it makes sense this grift worked so many times before because never would a poor village ever go into the water <laughs> and try to get what was probably valuable dragon parts. Oh, dude, you can sell, like, the He's horns magic. of dragons. His heart alone can save your entire family. Mm -hmm. Nobody goes after this. If you can dissect that little laser device that's in there, you're sitting pretty <laughs> medical technology-wise. If you uh, find our dragon, you should eat its heart. Oh, you should, definitely should. <laughs> yeah. oh, eat yeah. its eyeballs. Any, any could, soft organ you can find. powers. You yeah, that's the thing. Any organ or piece of it that could possibly give you... You know, powers. I'd be checking under all those flaps. Also, there's <laughs> a flap for everything. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. <laughs> or you like grind down their horns, like right. you know, like some people do with like rhinos, and they say right. it's like boner medicine, In mystical China. Yeah, you snort that shit up, the snort a dragon horn up. Fashion alone, you wouldn't want a nice dragon vest <laughs> just walking around town with <laughs> dragon boots. Dude, it'd be great with all those flaps. You got pockets for days. <laughs> Yeah, they open it up like your ribs are there, your kidneys are behind you. So Sean Connery picks everybody up, and then we go to Avalon, which is the final resting place of King Arthur. And Dina Mayer has to convince, everybody has to convince Dennis Quaid to let the movie end. Because so much of the middle of this movie is him with his arms folded like, no, I want to keep on grifting. And like, well, that part of the movie's passed. We have to go yeah, and have the last fight with the bad guy. We're, we're done. That bit. We're done with the fun and games portion. Yes. Yeah, totally. Like raindrops are falling on my head. It's been playing like three times. Yes. You've sundanced kidded through the whole movie. Yes. It's time to end it. Somebody obviously did the math and said, look, there's 50 of us and 15 of them. <laughs> yes. And there's 65 people that exist on this planet, in this kingdom. So he wants to, like, not do this. But then he gets inspired by the ghost of King Arthur <laughs> making a cameo appearance in this film. Because there's some weird, like, Knights of the Round Table graveyard that they're all hanging out at. Yeah. They're just sleeping over in it. Extremely phallic. <laughs> yeah, All I saw is just five or six dicks oh absolutely just, just shooting right out of the ground that's right. where all these big broad-shouldered knights are buried <laughs> and this ghost is just like no dennis quaid you should end the movie sooner than later 
why are we dicking around in this graveyard? Like, just do the last battle and let's get over with. We all know you're going to do it. People in the audience are like, fuck yeah, Night Ghost. <laughs> These people want to take their ride home. <laughs> They've got places to be tomorrow. Was, was the purpose like, oh, yeah, finally this knight is going to pick up his sword it was like he really wasn't all that impressive to begin with. I think never has been. No, and I think that's the thing that was like we have to remind him, like King Arthur, like the best of all the knights, yes. right? It's like that's what you should aspire to be, not this fucking carny drifter ripping people <laughs> off with this dragon pony show. <laughs> Dragons wearing a false mustache. <laughs> oh, no. well, that's the other thing. Like, how many times can you do this? Like. Oh, no, I've seen that dragon. Did you kill that dragon? Like, no, no, that was my brother. <laughs> Rico. You sure sound like that other dragon. <laughs> oh, so all us dragons sound the same, eh? I get it. You all die the same, too. <laughs> now show me that fucking flap. <laughs> Flaps up. <laughs> he didn't even put a lot of showmanship into it. He just no. had that little device that shoots an arrow that goes right through the dragon's heart every time, like every clockwork. Time. Yep. He's and a, they, like, they must have been like, well, why didn't we think of that? <laughs> like, oh, that wow, was we it? We just paid him a lot of gold. It's like when you like bring someone into your house to like the super comes. You're like, oh man, this problem with my shower. And then he comes in, he's like, oh, it's just this and tweaks a thing. And you're like, wow. That's really embarrassing. So these peasants are downtrodden. They have miserable <laughs> lives. They live under the thumb of an awful king. And here comes a knight, mind you, <laughs> that terrorizes them with a dragon, scorches their homes, and then steals from them. <laughs> and again, our hero. That's ladies and right. Gentlemen. That's what we're dealing well, with. Well, finally, he decides to end the movie. He's like, yeah, I'll, I'll join. And Well, actually, no, he, he takes it. Like, Dina Mayer is like, training the peasants already in warfare, and then he huh. shows up on a fucking white horse and is like, hey, everybody, the knight's here to save the movie. And I was like, yay! And he's walking around. Like, this is the dumbest, slowest training montage ever. And it's just a lot of him going like, you're doing that wrong. You're doing that <laughs> wrong. Oh, and, that's real wrong. <laughs> and all of a sudden, just for any reason, P. Postlethwaite's really good with the bow and arrow, which turns oh, into a yeah. Because it, it, it was convenient. <laughs> <laughs> and now he's killing people. Oh, yeah, they're getting this monk to murder. Yeah. <laughs> so we're waging war on this castle. Brian Thompson of... Uh, X-Files fame. He was the alien shapeshifter. X-Files, he's in Highlander, I believe. He's Is in he in Highlander, the first one? He might be in the second one. This what, is what Brock we... you're talking of? Brock? The big, really big guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah Brock. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, his name is Brock. <laughs> so we all... Uh, check yeah. your guide, Steve. <laughs> check, your, check your full color guide. He could have guide. been in anything. He was probably in Cull the, the Conqueror. Oh, he might have been. He plays Shao Kahn in that Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Stay tuned. Right. Yeah, um, but... He comes. He rides down, and he sees this training montage with all these peasants and a fucking dragon. He's like, "Oh fuck!" You know? <laughs> it's this, he goes downstairs, and Game of War is happening. He's like, "That's not good." Let's not forget. I'm finished to this point in the movie, he's done nothing. Nope, he has done absolutely nothing. Him and, and Jason Isaacs. Uh, both Jason, like, yep, literally have made appearances on the screen and you would you would assume that Jason Isaacs would do something dastardly yeah. and that uh Brock, Brian Th yeah, Brian as Thompson. I would now refer to him Brian Thompson <laughs> sure 
would have done uh, some kind of feat of strength to show how ripped tough somebody's he is. head off. Yeah, sure. Neither has happened. No, I wish someone's head got ripped off. <laughs> Just one head rip. Yeah. That's all we're asking. <laughs> and you know what? We're not asking for much. Or like Sean, we're putting up with a Scottish fucking dragon. The <laughs> dragon should at least like swipe someone's head off. Yes, and then have like a quip about it. Our our <laughs> hero in training. What I don't was there was there a, just like a fleeting moment of some type of romance going on between Quaid and Meyer? They, oh, they, there's just a second. It probably it's got where, cut out. It's where he's. It's the old like no, you got to hold it like this gag, and they yeah. lock oh, eyes. Yeah. Yep. They never kiss. It was because well, there's a there seemed to be a significant age difference between yeah. the two. Oh yeah, that, it might not have been legal for the two of them oh, to no. kiss. Back then, dude, there were no laws, really, right? <laughs> if no, we're going ninety six, there were. <laughs> if we're going for realism in this medieval times picture, yeah. absolutely. Child brides out the ass. Well, that's the thing. She's an old hag. He's like, oh, that poor old that that hag. That is true. <laughs> well, the, the, that's the thing. The twelve year age difference. Two actors change, like, two actors change, and that's it. Like, nobody else has gray hair. Nothing. Dennis Quaid slowly turns into Dog the Bounty Hunter, but that's (laughs) as best as we're getting. So, yeah, we're 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 storming the castle. Julie Christie kind of gets the idea, and she's like, oh, I'm going to employ all these dragon slayers, you idiot, because once one of those dragon slayers kills your your dragon, you're fucking dead. Right, that's the whole thing is it's actually kind of cool because she's like, I'm going to engineer my son's death Yes, because I'm going to hire the other four best dragon slayers in the world that we've never heard about until the moment they arrive in the movie. They don't have a fucking name nope. between them. And the least intimidating slayers of any kind. <laughs> like the camera pans across them, and they're li- I think one of them literally shrugged his shoulders. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. I was, in, I was playing a farmer before, but now I got this <laughs> horn hat on, so I guess I'm a dragon slayer. Hi, Bob. <laughs> like, well, and they're easy to get to, these dragon slayers, because they're all unemployed. <laughs> exactly. They were like, wait, you need us to do what? There's one left? Oh, you found it? Oh, shit. We got one! <laughs> well, I also feel like they all have, like, maybe three dragon kills between them, and Quaid has, like, 58. Like, oh, you know, yeah. They the- hate his guts for that, too. Oh, it's that fucking guy that took all our jobs! <laughs> if there's six of them, three of them perish within minutes tripping over their own shoelaces one of these guys gets <laughs> i couldn't she, believe it she just stabs one of these guys yeah she just murders and him. he's just inst- he's just instantly dead who dina mayer the queen yes. uh right oh. she uh right she just kills one in cold blood she's like one less person to pay <laughs> <laughs> and you know I mean, game. the big fight happens whatever i don't know i mean it's it's where I Jason question- Isaacs gets killed by nobody. There's oh, yeah. A, there's a nobody in this movie. Like, <laughs> yeah. Dina Meyer's about to get murdered by him. He's like, oh, are you all going to help me escape, you will? And he's yeah. like, he's doing his best Draco Malfoy. And, of yeah. course, he just gets rammed in the back by zero people. And then like she's just like, oh, thanks, nobody. And they <laughs> shake hands. And she goes one way. And he goes the other way in this castle takeover. Enjoy being an extra for the next rest of the movie. <laughs> I, I think the <laughs> Invisible Man is also fighting in this. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, dude. Medieval Invisible Man, it happens. Oddly enough, even though there was such a lack of extras and people on screen at one time, I've never seen so many people calling it in at the same time on screen. <laughs> like, everybody's like, yeah. Like, like, the same move that the dragon would do with the 
the arrow under his armpit is what most of them were running around with oh, swords. Absolutely. It was really it, haphazard. It's, it's just, bloodless. It's bloodless, which is unfortunate. I mean, there's there's definitely one part where, like, Dennis Quaid sticks his sword in some dude's back. Oh, that was heroic, him, right? Yeah, yeah, right? And you see him pull it back out, and it's just clean as a whistle. Like, that dude was a balloon, and he just fucking popped him. <laughs> Pete, anyone else notice that Pete Postlewaite shot an arrow in somebody's asshole? Like, it wasn't... He said, oh, yeah. I got him in the bum, but, like... The way that arrow's positioned, that's going up. He it's got not, Gaddafi, that's dude. Not, that's not the cheek. That's in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's what we learn when he's doing, like, the target practice is he hits the dummy in the face. Yeah. And the guy's like, oh, beginner's luck. Try it again. And he shoots another arrow, and it hits the dummy in the crotch. And Dennis Quaid's like, you're going to do just fine out there. <laughs> the heroic Quaid is using two broadswords. And this beautiful, young, poor peasant girl has basically what amounts to two spoons that she's trying to, to like, well, could he have teaches, been a more close-range weapon. He teaches her how to use axes. That's where, like, the romance part happens. Because yeah. right. he's like, why don't you try an axe, baby? And she and, picked that up, but quick. Well, she's just like, oh, is that going to do anything? And he picks it up and throws it at this squash. And he's like, yeah, it will. So then the rest of the movie, she's just got these two axes, like, ready to go. Because one thing peasants like to do is waste food. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there should have been some guy running up going, you, what you fucking doing? That's my dinner. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, we have months. wood, Bowen. Yeah. God, Ever heard Bo- of a log? Bowen is an <laughs> asshole. Shit. What a fucking shit. I know man. you're I know you've got a lot of gold because you grifted us <laughs> off for years and years, and we've just forgiven that. Speaking of which, where is that? Is he just he's just carrying around a mountain of gold? There's no bank. Is I there? think he's got a hideout. He has somewhere. some line of like, well, Killing dragons feeds my belly and does and, and puts cloves on my horse. And it's like, what are you fucking talking about? One of the two things he's concerned about is eating and putting shoes on his horse. But he's, that's it. He's going, you know, what do we say? Six city blocks? <laughs> like a square mile? How often are you replacing those fucking hooves? Yeah, how expensive is either of those things? Gotta shoe the horse again. You're playing These target- roads. <laughs> Play target practice with with all kinds of food, <laughs> and you you can give a fuck about a horse. At this point, Pete Postlewaite uh, puts an arrow through Thuels's heart, right? And yes. uh, Draco drops down, and they capture him. Yeah, he gets dragon napped. Right, the the Slayers uh, string him up there, and. Julie Christie has a scene with him where she's like, dude, I'm really sorry, but I'm going to kill you now because that's the only way to kill the king. It's the weirdest scene in the movie, though, because Sean Connery, like, accepts the death. He's like, is anyone around? And she's like, no. And he's like, "Okay, do it. I I thought it was I thought they seemed like they had a history together. They're all pals. There is (laughs) some sort of together. There's a weird hinted history. You know, it was the first time (laughs) they integrated the school dance. Dragons and humans could go to the same school dance. Remember that dance we had at Medieval high. <laughs> but yeah, I totally agree with you, Mark. There he is calls some her sort of by hinting. name. Yeah. Oh, hey, Beverly. <laughs> Lady Beverly. Yeah. She's like, you're looking well. <laughs> he, got, he, like, he got the second base, I think. At least. Do you still listen to Leonard Skinner? <laughs> Make out Ridge. Oh, you think she knows what's going on under that flap? Under that yes, I think she has looked uh, under the flap. That lower flap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which flap? There's like nine flaps There's on flaps. a dragon. <laughs> 
So she's like gonna mercy kill him, you know? And he's mean, ready like, to die tonight, dude. <laughs> he should have just been murdered here. Yep. yep. And she's about to, but Thulis catches her, like, oh, how unmotherly of you. And then he goes, because <laughs> <laughs> he's so evil in this movie. He actually, his performance and look is exactly like Terry Jones in uh, Holy Grail, the scene where uh, the John Cleese part where he comes in to save that little oh, boy Lance prince. Lancelot. Yes, yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah, Lancelot. He's like slaughtering everyone. Yeah, he's like that boy prince. Like, well, one day. Like the song, he's exactly that. And yep. then he kills his mother off screen, and I need that to be on screen. Yeah, there's just a shriek, and it's like, you can't show me that. What's the worst he's doing to her? Yeah. That's just a dagger somewhere. Maybe he throws her off the, the castle or oh, something. Oh, a good toss. Oh, she fell. I yeah. love a good toss. Oh, yeah. I like <laughs> to see someone fall off a castle and get their brains <laughs> you're still You're so convinced that this guy is anything more than just kind of a dick. No. He's like, <laughs> like, again, he did murder that guy, that blind guy. But other than that, no. what have we really seen him do? I mean, he did kill his mother now. So that's that's up there. Well, that haircut's pretty offensive. That's that's what that's what sells That it. should be punishable by death. Is that that red flowing Lord Fauntleroy haircut? <laughs> well, he's like, oh well, now Draco, you're going to live here forever, and I'm going to be immortal. All oh, right, that's his insurance policy. He's yeah. keeping him chained up, right? Like keep him down in like this basement or whatever. Nobody's can... explained the rules of this thing yet. So all of a sudden, it's like, wait, so he gets to be immortal? I yeah, didn't know that. It's really not that well defined. Like yeah. you just see him get. Like what you would guess to be pretty injured, but yes. you're like, well, I guess you could come back from that. Yeah. Or that, like he ha- I think he has a fall at one point, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. Some- he falls out of something and you're oh, like, he takes a classic 90s stuntman fall. Like that, <laughs> like did had no place because nobody in medieval times would have fallen like this. You wouldn't wave your arms. Oh, yeah, totally. It's, it's fucking uh, rigs falling off that building <laughs> yes. with the dude in the first movie. Absolutely. You just missed a Wilhelm scream. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's all you needed when he falls out. But that's the, that's the thing is so Dennis Quaid gets the whole situation explained to him after he knocks him out that window, yeah. and he's like, "No, he, you know, he's totally dead." And you know, Sean Carney explains like he's not dead until you kill me. But to be fair, he Dennis Quaid makes so you know. The king is ostensibly dead. You know, the peasants have stormed the castle. You know, they've killed his 12 guards. Brian Thompson got a fucking uh, an axe through the heart, which I think is the only way to kill him is what I've heard. <laughs> Legend has it. And we were all supposed to be marveled that he was taken down by a girl. But it's like, I don't know that he could even fight because we didn't see him do anything at all. We know nothing about this character, but he takes a real Scatman Crothers axe to the heart, though. <laughs> and, but, you know, he explains the whole thing. He's like, well, if the king's deposed and, like, we, we've stormed the castle, we've won. That's it. Like, literally, what, what else? put the guy in prison. It's over. Yeah. So He's easy a dude. to keep this dragon. There was, like, 15 times during the last 10 minutes of this movie that I was like, and the dragon could still live, and the dragon could still live, <laughs> yep. and the dragon could still live. Here's what we're not talking about, and I find it wholly unbelievable because this is set in the medieval times. What happens if you cut this dude's head off? Yes. We great, loved great. cutting heads off back sure. then. Exactly. Especially a fucking crooked king, right, Oh, Eric? yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. I'm an expert on cutting You are. You are off. a medieval expert. <laughs> We'd be talking you've about... you've read three and a half Game of Thrones books. <laughs> no, I've read five. Oh, I apologize. Oh, he's uh, finished it all. <laughs> yes, I have. But yeah, like, we loved cutting heads off back then. Cut that king's head off. See what happens. Well, here's what's odd. Doesn't the dragon at one point... 
bite his own hand and it hurts the king's hand. Oh, does that happen too? Yeah, that happened. Then I was like, so wait, <laughs> in, in 12 years, neither of them have ever gotten a paper cut. Like the, the king well, was never sitting they... around like, ow, how about, hey, how about this? How about when Quaid had his knife in the roof of the mouth of the dragon? Oh, was right. the king at home like, oh, oh fuck, what <laughs> is this? That would have been thinking... great. They should have shown that. When we were, I didn't bring this up when we were talking about that scene, but that entire time where he's got that sword up against the roof of his mouth, all I was thinking about, one of my greatest fears, eating a club sandwich and yes! forgetting to take that toothpick out. Oh, man. Yeah, that really hit home. Because yeah. you swallow a toothpick, dude, you're dead in minutes. I, I was, That's a true thing. This is one of your greatest fears. Yeah, you know. I, uh, my, my greatest fear is a tiny knight putting a knife up to my throat. <laughs> Get out of my mouth, Sir Ant Man! <laughs> that is exactly the type of thought someone who would who would read the Dragon Heart DVD sleeve on the train would have. She's going to spear someone that would bring about the extinction of all dragons. <laughs> and so it, it's actually the whole thing happens like really suddenly. Yeah, it's like you know. Here comes David Thewlis out of the ashes like fucking Jason. And he's like, oh, no, there he is. They were right. And he just hucks this axe into the dragon's heart. But he but he, was, he, no, he, it, he helps him because he lifts the flap. Like, you know you want to. <laughs> flap, flap, flap. Here's what's odd. What would have made sense is at one point Thewlis has... Dino Meyer as a hostage with a knife against her. Throat. He does though. Now you got a Mexican standoff. Sure. I gotta kill the dragon. You drop. I save the chick. She gets free. Again, dragon can live. <laughs> and here he comes marching over to the knife like like you could have just tackled this guy yeah, and disarmed him. He's a scrawny him. weasel, and man. That, that's when he bites his hand. It's like he's got the, oh. he's got the knife to her, and right. he bites the dragon. Oh, Sean bites Connery his... bites his hand, so he drops the knife. Is yes. that what it is? Oh, what if Sean remember Connery... that time we both had diarrhea? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where. Oh man, what are you eating, King? I can't believe it, dude. There is a moment speaking of like what he eats or whatever where. Like, I, I don't know how it comes up. They're talking about how they're hungry or some nonsense. And Dennis Quaid's like, all right, didn't you have enough nights back there or whatever? And he's like, I never swallowed a person. <laughs> or I don't even think he says a person. I think the line is like, I never swallowed. And I was like, what's that, dragon? <laughs> now Pardon get, me? Now get your butthole off me, tongue. <laughs> King Einan, you must have got your pecker sucked last night. <laughs> Never had a better sleep in my life. <laughs> Whoa! Did the you know, orgasms are transferred? They could also it has oh, to be. Uh, he bites his hand, so he could literally rate, have just right? kept biting his hand and then legs for just a couple of minutes. Incapacitate the kid. Yeah, just keep chewing gets, on himself. <laughs> gets tossed in in iron for the rest of his life. Yeah. Dragon gets to live. Everybody loves happy. Yep. But the brilliant night. Instead of even trying to at once sacrifice himself, just chucks that night. Oh, that let dude, me just finish the job. He's not even looking at his new best friend to say goodbye while this happens. I would like, and at the end of the movie, through all this, like after he gets, bites his hand, he's like, "Oh wait, I think I could do this," and he starts to breathe fire. <laughs> like oh, that's what you want. That's a fucking five star movie right there. Maybe he just turns into the uh, Charles dance at the end of Golden Child. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, you know, I 
the dragon looked bad enough. I don't think we could make David Thewlis breathe fire. Sure, yeah. Nicely enough. I don't know. So this dragon's dead, and the king dies, and then... And Andrew's weeping. And I start bursting into tears, because this song comes on, and this... <laughs> this fucking dragon soul, which kind of just looks like an animated swarm of bees, like goes up into the stars, into like the Draco constellation, and all these stars start swimming around, and you're just like, wait, so are these suns like moving around? How are these stars yep. dancing in the, the sky? Millions was, of people have died. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> was, who knows what like what galaxies those are surrounding? Yeah, it's an eight-step process, too. <laughs> like I've seen we've all seen that that thing done before where, you know, it's usually a, a lot more subtle. It's like maybe a tree blows. Yeah. But this literally like a million stars literally formed his face. Like it was actually Sean Connery's face <laughs> that then winked. Yeah, beard and all just winked at him. <laughs> You're the man now, dog. <laughs> but yeah, dude, he's just going up there, and the whole village is just watching, and it's like, da, 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 da. And I'm uh, like, oh, my fucking dragon died. <laughs> and Pete Paulson's way gives some bullshit epilogue that's really rushed, too, by the way. It's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, he, yeah. It's, it's like he's on his way out. He's like putting his shirt on. And then, uh, Draco, uh, whenever you look up at the sky, you knew that uh, he would only be there to protect us. Talk to you later, everybody. Uh, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's like, over the next few years, there was some uh, hardships, and uh, everything kind of worked out. And, and, uh, and shut the lights off on your way out. <laughs> Am I going to get my cab fare reimbursed for this? <laughs> There's no thing about, like, now, Dennis Quaid, you're the new king or anything like that, which you wouldn't want that fucking asshole No, to they say king. that he's the king. He oh, do they? He and she uh, rule with equanimity and horseshit. Oh, he that's really fantastic. Did, he really did ramble <laughs> well, he just, It's so quick. It's like, they had many children, and they were very beautiful, and um, oh, uh, uh, am I sitting on my keys? Uh, on the way out, he's like, so, so what? So I'm playing a dragon? Is that what's going on? <laughs> no, no. I mean, that's the end of the movie. The most unbelievable thing, though, is at the end of the credits, there's just, and it's not a stinger, there's no sequel setup. There's just a line that's like, also enjoy the Dragonheart video game. And what? I was like, I bet that was uh, fucking garbage. Yuck. 1996 is, I mean, are we even. It was at, on Sega Saturn. Are we at N64 at that point? 96? No, no, Saturn was before. Saturn was like kind of. I mean, so this thing's coming out on like what, Sega Saturn, the fucking Jaguar, maybe <laughs> well, Super it, Nintendo. Uh, you, could been, you could have been sixty-four, I think, at that time. Possibly, I think you're right around that time. In '96, it was gonna be bad. If oh it, yeah, well, oh, it, guaranteed, it's a bad video if game. If it's Super Nintendo, it might be kind of fun. <laughs> That's how they made video games. No, I think it was Super PlayStation Nintendo. and Saturn. Oh, I guess PlayStation oh, was probably yeah. around then. What I, what I do remember, one. What yeah. I do remember watching is the the making of this film or like an HBO thirty minute. Thing. Were you watching it on a train? <laughs> <laughs> on my iPhone, I'm just I'm just elbowing the guy next to me, like check it out, check it out. Got all of this, making sure. a dragon heart <laughs> technology, huh? <laughs> so, so. But the, they kept. They couldn't get over the fact that they had to. They, this is the big thing: is that the actual dragon was two long poles with tennis balls on the end oh, as yeah. his eyes. So the actors had something to focus on. And oh, I felt yeah. back while I was watching, I was like, "You, you might as just save the money on the tennis balls and not bothered." <laughs> Because everybody sucked in this fucking movie. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> there was actually the one really disheartening thing about it was when they the first... Undi- dis-dragon-hearted. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sorry, yeah. 
when they first set out to make this movie, the fucking Hanson Company was on board to make a puppet dragon. Yes. And, and then it got set back like years or something, and that never happened. Well, Rob Cohen was like, dude, Jurassic Park, man. And like, <laughs> CGI shit, bro. Company was Dra- like, we can do it. It'll take 20 years. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. People will still totally love dragons at that point. <laughs> no, they were going to fucking dust off some dark crystal shit and be like, oh, it's brand new. <laughs> they, s- they sew some puppets together. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's yeah, a dragon, dragon. now. That- it's just 37 <laughs> fraggles. <laughs> Why does that have David Bowie's face? No reason. <laughs> 37 fraggles with David Bowie's face. And it's just like, kill me. <laughs> Kill me. I don't want to live. <laughs> oh, what a wreck. <laughs> Would anybody recommend this movie? No. Uh, <laughs> it's actually about as long as the usual suspects, but not nearly as engaging. <laughs> no, I mean, no twist ending. The funny thing is, uh, on the IMDb, uh, or maybe it's my production notes, <laughs> Sean Connery only did three voice sessions. In and out, Sean yeah, Connery you could was fucking tell too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a piece of shit. Well, if if that's the case, I think Dennis Quaid did two did two <laughs> sessions. I gotta think one take. I think I read somewhere on IMDb this movie took like six months to shoot or something. Christ on a cross. Yeah, man. something horrendous like that. I guess uh, in his downtime, Dennis Quaid was flying to Paris to visit Meg Ryan while she was making. Forget Paris with Billy Crystal. Remember that movie? Clearly, something else was on his mind. No, French Kiss. Forget- oh, French Kiss. You're totally right with Kevin oh, Klein. Right. Uh, Forget Paris was with Julie Kavner. Oh, right. Good call. Yeah. That is, it's Billy Crystal, though, and he's the yes. NBA ref. Yes, that's, I've seen that movie 150 times for no good reason. <laughs> I've, Have ne- you? I've yeah. never heard of that movie. <laughs> Uh, forget Paris? Yes. Oh. Did you watch it because I, the Knicks were in it? Yeah. No. Yeah. French Kiss, I'm familiar. <laughs> uh, Mark, would you recommend this film? Uh, no, I, I, I couldn't possibly. It was, <laughs> it was infuriating. The, po- the plot holes alone, I could get past the acting and the, the schmaltz, but the plot holes were just like, it doesn't make sense. You're advancing these relationships with no basis whatsoever. <laughs> this is extremely lazy. I'm going to say yes in 1996. <laughs> and if, if you ever if you ever visit, you know. <laughs> if you ever go check out 1996. <laughs> but in 2015, I'm going to say no. Mm. I think I might be the voice of dissent here. Crying aside, <laughs> what I do appreciate... I think ab- you, if a movie moves you to tears, you have to recommend it. <laughs> and let's be clear, by the way, I wasn't bawling my eyes out. No, I was no, just no. a little, like, choking over. I mean, that know. happens. It's I, like when you see, like, a dog die, and you're like, you know. Right. But I, 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 I watch I, dogs die all the time. I <laughs> teared up at that fucking... What was the Matthew McConaughey sports movie where everybody dies in a plane crash? Oh, Moneyball. Yeah. Mo- no. <laughs> no. Uh, we are Marshall. Dude, I teared up at that, and then I turned that movie off. I was like, fuck this movie. Like, it it off during the early stages? Yeah, of yeah. Like, wow. where, it's, where it's just like everybody dies. It and must have been a sensitive state. I was. <laughs> I was just like, what am I doing? I'm not going to sit here and cry at a Matthew McConaughey movie. Dude, I teared up at that movie, and then I continued watching, and I teared up again. <laughs> is is that the most embarrassing choke-up you ever had? What, this movie? Yeah. Uh, I feel like there's got to be something. I mean, this is pretty bad, but uh, there's there's those moments where I'm just kind of like, oh, you fucking idiot. Here it comes, pussy. And My soul had so shut off during the ha- during the midway point of this movie that I couldn't have cried. And I, I did recognize, I was like, wow, this is really emotional music, and it couldn't do it. I think I the most emotional I ever got choked up, I think, was the Sandra Bullock 
28 days. Oh, where she's in rehab? Or yeah, whatever? that chick starts crying towards the end. Oh, and yeah. Damned if I can't watch Sandra Bullock cry without crying myself. I just cannot do it. <laughs> Eric, when was the last time you cried? You know, this is, this is, this is stu- stupid as well, but uh, I think it was like rewatching years and years <laughs> re-watching. later Edward Scissorhands oh yeah that, towards that, that end yeah man. he oh. gets persecuted man it's just not fair yeah but I'd say my recommendation oh wait did you did oh, you no, uh, Wally I was just like oh that fucker better find a friend oh yeah oh, oh, oh yeah and then it turns into a fun Pixar <laughs> movie but that first like 40 minutes is pretty brutal. Oh, absolutely. It just tears your soul in but, pieces. Well, he has no soul, so. <laughs> that's what you think, and that's why that's... you watch that movie all wrong. <laughs> oh, you'd I... be one of those fucking mulleted fucks that beat up Chappie, aren't you? <laughs> you... <laughs> Cha- oh, Dude, I could tell. Send me at Chappie. I'll be one of the first, first goons up... to go in. <laughs> I swear, Chappie was right on the, the, uh, on the tip of my tongue, because when you said Did Edward you Scissorhands getting persecuted... <laughs> I thought of. Did you cry during Chappie? I didn't see it, but I knew. I know. I was like, they're going to torture this poor, lovable robot. Yep. Just like they did in Short Circuit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just like they did in Robocop. <laughs> it's a pattern, and I don't want to be a part of it. <laughs> Terminator. It's always like. It's always like it's. Vi- I remember the one in Short Circuit. I think two. Yeah. Was it Don Rickles? Stay tuned, by the way. <laughs> Wait, is Don Rickles in Short Circuit? No, we can't. who's that guy? <laughs> Don, Don like Rickles Don is like talking. Dick. How is it Don Rickles? Was it Fisher <laughs> Stevens? Dude, if Johnny Five Michael got McKean? a dressing down, no, 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 Don bald Rickles? guy. He was like an executive type, uh, older guy. Well, no, in any I don't case, know. It's not Don Rickles. He's though. got a crowbar and he's whacking Short Circuit. I, I remember yeah. what you're and talking about. And then just impales him. Yes. Dude, we love it was brutalizing like, robots. And he's a sweet, lovable <laughs> robot. When I saw the commercial, I was like, Chappie wants to help. I was like, oh, Chappie, you have no idea what's in store for you. <laughs> I saw that other one. I saw, what was the other one? The alien one where they just, they just massacre those innocent aliens. Uh, same director. Chappie. Oh, oh District, District 9. Nine. Yeah. And, and again, d- d- why? Why do I have to watch these <laughs> Man, poor I, things? I gotta see Chappie. Ripped apart. <laughs> that settles it. I haven't seen Chappie yet. Well, I guess you're gonna now for, yeah. for the robot abuse alone. <laughs> and Hugh Jackman's mullet. Oh, yeah. He's got a sick mullet in that movie. That's Hugh Jackman sick. likes robot movies. He does. He likes fighting robots, Guys, helping robots. Real Steel? <laughs> yeah. Have you seen it? No. See it. Will Why? I cry? For, for show purposes? Maybe. Did you but... cry during Real Steel? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's like two and a half hours long. <laughs> I and I the, did see it. I cried during the trailer of Steel. <laughs> oh, Shaquille O'Neal. That's Dragonheart from 1996, directed by our four-peat filmmaker, Rob Cohen, at this Four point. and counting. We're not done. Oh, no. No, 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 no. But just as of now, we've only yeah. made fun of four of his I'm movies. looking at you, Dragon Emperor. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what? Oh, Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. Yeah, Mummy mm-hmm. 3. Mm-hmm. If you but- want to get a hold of us, check out our website, whmpodcast.com. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're at whmpodcast. Right into the mailbag, we all hate movies at gmail.com. What's your favorite dragon movie? Or inappropriate times you've cried at movies. That's also uh, the theme of today's embarrassing tales for me. Uh, rate and review the show wherever you get it. We would greatly appreciate it. Clue for next week's episode Keanu Reeves. Oh my God. Last scene on the show in Johnny Mnemonic. So it won't be that. It can't be that. 
No, it's not going to be Point Break either. That fucking remake's about to be a worst of whatever year that shit comes out. Worst of my life. <laughs> We're about due for a for a Dragonheart reboot. Actually, <laughs> that's oddly enough, dude. There's a third so. one. There's They've made two, two sequels. sequels. Oh yeah, right, is it like Ben Kingsley in it or something? Ben Kingsley's in one of them. Yeah. Ben yeah. Kingsley will be in your YouTube so, video. So you have to be a knight <laughs> to be in these films. <laughs> yeah, be Dragonheart. You actually have to yep. be. They need one knight in each film. Dude, Dragonheart Four, the musical starring Paul McCartney. <laughs> Dragonheart Five, starring Sir Elton John. <laughs> I would pay good money for that. <laughs> So until next week, when we're talking about a Keanu Reeves movie, I'm Andrew Jupin. Eric Siskin. Steven Sadak. And Mark Sadak. Take it easy.